I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Experts have joined calls for Melbourne's strict lockdown to be lifted earlier than planned as daily COVID cases continue to fall. Let's go live to our team of reporters now. First to Nathan Templeton in Melbourne. Nathan, the city is ahead of schedule on its roadmap to recovery. Yes, it is, Nat. The 11 new cases yesterday was our lowest since the second wave started. And while the Premier continues to urge patience, one of Victoria's uh, leading doctors uh, says we may need to ease restrictions early. Professor Tony Blakely actually did the modelling for the current roadmap. He says that target of five new cases per day by the end of next month is just too stringent uh, and that to maintain uh, the focus of the population, the government should move early early because we need to learn to live with COVID. We are now doing the aggressive suppression whereby we, we've still got quite tight restrictions and we try and keep the numbers really low and if we're lucky, if we're lucky, we might eliminate for a period of time but we need to really expect the virus is going to keep popping up. Interestingly though, the latest news poll from the Australians suggests that Victorians support the actions that Daniel Andrews has taken. 62% agreed he's handled the crisis well, while 61% of all Australians uh, surveyed said they thought Victoria's restrictions uh, were appropriate. The Premier's popularity could be tested tomorrow, though, when he fronts the hotel quarantine inquiry. We saw farcical scenes yesterday when Victoria's uh, top public servant, Chris Eccles, couldn't answer questions about why security guards were used in hotel quarantine. Uh, He says that he did receive an offer from Canberra to use ADF troops, but can't remember if he passed that information on to anyone, including the Premier. Nat? Tom Saker is at New South Wales Parliament this morning. Tom, a COVID-positive cab driver could overhaul the state's taxi regulations. Yeah, that's right, Now The government is in serious conversations with taxi companies in New South Wales to possibly implement a QR code system for all taxi passengers, meaning they would have to sign in at the beginning of every trip. QR codes have been one of the most uh, effective tools for contact tracers throughout this pandemic. Um, but this latest QR code conversation came about yesterday when New South Wales health investigators revealed they're still looking for uh, nine passengers who got in a taxi with a cab driver who was infectious on at least nine separate shifts. He was driving through Sydney's western and southwestern suburbs. Most of those suburbs, um, sorry, uh, one of those suburbs was Moorbank and there is now a fresh health warning for uh, patrons who attended the Moorbank Sports Club at Hammondville. Anyone uh, who dined there on September the 14th has been urged to monitor for symptoms and get tested if necessary. Now, 
Taylor Aikens in Canberra, where next month's federal budget is going to be handed down. Taylor, planned tax cuts could come earlier than expected. Yeah, that's right, Nat, with the government believing they will put more money in people's pockets and will kick-start consumer spending. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has strongly hinted that stage two of the government's income tax cuts, which were legislated to come into effect from 2022, could be brought forward and be form part of next month's budget. But former Reserve Bank governors and former Liberal leader John Hewson have slammed this decision in a new public campaign. They argue the tax cuts will not not boost the economy, but instead widen inequality. Finance Minister Matthias Cormann has told Koshi the tax cuts will allow for a strong economic recovery. We want to ensure that we have the strongest possible economic and jobs recovery, and that is why lower taxes and leaving more money in the economy rather than taking it out of people's pockets is going to be an important part of the equation. Labor have said they would consider any proposal to bring forward stage two of the cuts. Nat? Bianca Stein's at the Gabba today in Brisbane. Uh, there was an AFL grand final crowd trial there last night. How did it go? On that good morning, it all seemed to go pretty well here, unless, of course, you're a Pies fan. In case you haven't heard, Port Adelaide got the win here at the Gabba last night, giving them the first minor premiership in 16 years. But as far as this grand final seating plan trial went, well, 200 spectators uh, got packed into one section to trial the Gabba seating plan at 75% capacity. They were given masks and hand sanitizer. They were then asked at the end of the match to, about their experience. The results of that survey should be known in the next couple of days. If it's successful, though, well, it could pave the way for Suncorp Stadium to be at 75% capacity uh, for the State of Origin Round 3. That's on November 18. Meantime, uh, two clubs, uh, Essendon and the Western Bulldogs, have been caught up in a COVID scare. Queensland Health has issued a public health alert for Royal Pines Golf Club. That's where those uh, two teams have been staying. A confirmed case was there on August 24. They were there for seven hours, but that was, of course, four weeks ago. Queensland Health still says people should monitor for symptoms, Nat. OK, let's go to Tamra Bow on the Gold Coast where they're getting a much-needed tourism boost. Yeah, Nat, look, it has been a much-needed boost because the September school holidays, well, once again, Queenslanders have been forced to holiday in their own backyard because interstate and international travel is still off the table. But this is welcome news for tourism operators who are looking for a silver lining in all this. Early reports suggest that the tourism industry across the entire state has taken a $10 billion hit over the last six months. These September school holidays really are the big test as restrictions continue to ease across the sunshine. State. Queensland has now clocked up 11 days without a single case of community transmission and if we do make it through to Thursday, the state government is hinting it will ease household restrictions further across the southeast, bringing it in line with the Gold Coast where we can now have 30 people attend a gathering and we can also visit loved ones in uh, those aged care facilities. But in further good news for tourism operators, they'll be cashing in on Friday when flights reopen as the state border reopens to people in the ACT just in time for the Canberra school holidays. Visitors will need to declare that they haven't been into New South Wales or Victoria in the last 14 days, Nat. Okay, thanks, Tamara. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365 day returns. There is growing pressure to start winding back lockdown restrictions in Victoria after the state recorded its lowest level of new infections in three months. The number of new cases dropped to 11 yesterday. There were two more deaths, though. It brings the crucial 14-day average to 34.4. Now, that is within the range needed to take the next step towards COVID normal, with some restrictions around work and education set to be eased on September 28. Professor Tony Blakely joins us now live from Melbourne. Tony, good morning to you. Uh, You were part of the team that developed this so-called roadmap. Should Victoria start to bring forward its transition dates? We've had two good days in Victoria. What, uh, What can we do now? What happens now? Okay, just to clarify, we provided data for it that didn't actually have a line of sight to the plan, which allows me to say I think the plan is really good. It's got great bones. It's got nice structure. But it can also be tweaked a little bit. We're actually doing really well at the moment. Um, if we were doing really badly, people like me would be saying we need to stay you know, in lockdown a little bit longer. But we're actually on the other side. So if we look forward to the 26th of October, which is when the big release is, it's possible to think about bringing that back by about a week or so, just gently suggesting that, because that would still allow three weeks since the 28th of September release. It's probably too late to bring forward the 28th of September release, just for logistical reasons. Okay, so are you saying the Premier will hold his line for another week or so before making any big decision? Two days is not enough um, to, to make a decision on. Uh, well, the 28th of September is our next release date, and I just can't see it's been, you know, it's Tuesday now, that's next Monday. You know, they might bring it forward to Thursday or so, perhaps, but I think it'll probably stay on Monday. And then you need that three weeks so that you can check that when you do the first major release, the case numbers don't go up, and you need about three weeks to make sure that things are in control, because that allows a couple of incubation periods, enough time for the data to come in. So you wouldn't want that next period to be any shorter than two, three weeks maybe a tad less if the numbers keep going down, say, but you want about three weeks in there. Okay, so it looks like there is light at the end of the tunnel here. A very tough period for Victorians. Uh, are, are you experts, you and, and, and people like you, still looking at elimination of the virus or are you, are you looking now at, at states like New South Wales where the virus is in the community but it's just being managed, we're just trying to live with it? Okay, so people like me were advocating for elimination two months ago, but the world's changed since then. We're closer to a vaccine. We've seen New South Wales do it well. We've seen the virus get in, bizarrely, into New Zealand. So we realise the virus will keep popping up. So we are now doing the aggressive suppression, whereby we've still got quite tight restrictions and we try and keep the numbers really low. And if we're lucky, if we're lucky, we might eliminate for a period of time. But we need to really expect the virus is going to keep popping up trust the wearing of our masks, trust our our contact tracing to keep those numbers low and bobble our way along through until we get a vaccine. Okay, Professor Tony Blakely, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. Pleasure. An AFL grand final trial run was held at the Gabba last night. 200 footy fans volunteered to act as guinea pigs and sit close together during the Collingwood-Port Adelaide clash. They were given masks and hand sanitizer. then after the match took part in a survey about the process. The plan is to boost capacity from 50 to 75% or 30,000 people for the grand final on October 24. Joining us now is epidemiologist Professor Paul Griffin. Paul, hi. Um, now, you helped set up a COVID plan for the Brisbane Festival, which is underway right now. Uh, what will be crucial to get things right at the Gabba? 
it's basically applying the same principles we've applied to our other COVID safe plans, but just to this situation. So it's just making sure people maintain those really simple things, the social distancing, the hand hygiene, and the use of masks appropriately where we can't keep people socially distant. And the other thing will be just making sure that people are reminded if they're unwell, that they just simply must not come and they must stay home and get tested. Now, I'm looking at this vision here from last night and there's a lot of people not wearing masks in this crowd. Is that, so once people are inside and sitting, they're allowed to take their masks off? I can't really comment on the specifics of that because I haven't seen that footage yet myself, but I imagine if people are in the same family unit, for example, then they, they won't need to have masks next to each other. So the use of masks will be particularly for, for situations where people that aren't in the same family unit can't socially distance. And so I don't think people will need masks for the whole game, but certainly perhaps on the, the way in, for example, people not, might need masks if there's long queues and, and for situations like that. OK. Um, the opposition has accused the state government of double standards over this, considering there's still a 10-person limit in Queensland homes, um, is it time to relax other restrictions in Queensland? I think so. We've obviously seen excellent control in this state and, you know, we need to have a response where we can bring the restrictions in quickly and I think when we get the situation under control we need to relax the restrictions equally as quickly. So I think our situation now would certainly lend itself to, to considering relaxing a lot of the restrictions we're under at the moment. Okay, that sounds good. Professor Paul Griffin, thank you.